Hey everybody, it's Dan Dan, and we are diving into a study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Today we are on chapter two, There is a Solution, and that chapter is going to be broken up into several different sections, and this is just the beginning of it. It's page 17 in your Alcoholics Anonymous Big Blue Book, or on your app, or whatever you might be keeping up with this. And uh, the idea today, what it really focuses on today is the core of the solution. And that core represents the, this idea right here, that the more important I make other people to me, the more important I'll become to other people. As we scan backwards and look at the doctor's opinion and we think about what he was talking about, he was saying that our moral and spiritual and physical illness really wraps itself around an allergy that's characterized that by the taking of the first drink. And consequently, we develop a craving and then an obsession to continue to drink. And then we got into Bill's story and Bill sort of outlined how that played out into his life, how he was unable to keep commitments that he makes to himself and consequently suffered, you know, and, and lied to everybody and misled people and was unable to achieve his very own goals in his very own life. And then there is a solution the beginning of the chapter outlines for us something to the effect of what our new theme moving forward is. The more important I make other people to me, the more important I'll become to other people. And as we go through this chapter in the different sections, you'll see the significance of that. That service is where the solution actually lies. And you'll hear people talk about service work and AA meetings. And you'll hear people talk about, you know, changing out ashtrays, which we don't have anymore, and cleaning up the room and providing coffee or buying donuts or taking on a committee job or something like that. All that is good. If you're brand new to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, the most important service you can do is do not drink and go to meetings. That's your first act of service and do it because, you know, people that love you and care about you want you to be sober and happy. And really, for no other reason. So let's dive in. There is a solution. We, of Alcoholics Anonymous, know thousands of men and women who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered. There's that key word that's sometimes controversial. We aren't in recovery. We have recovered. They have solved the drink problem. Wouldn't you like to do that for yourself? We are average Americans. All sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented, as well as many political, economic, social, and religious backgrounds. We are people who normally would not mix. But there exists among us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. We are like the passengers of a great liner the moment after rescue from shipwreck when camaraderie, joyousness, and democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table. Unlike the feelings of the ship's passengers, however, our joy in escape from disaster does not subside. It doesn't go away as we go our individual ways. We carry this victory with us everywhere we go. The feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us. 
but that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. So that common peril later on in this chapter will be another topic altogether. How we are able to help one another where doctors and laws and jails and all sorts of clergy have been unable to help us. So keep that in mind, that we share a common peril. Move on here. The tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. So you'll hear sometimes people say, my program, there's no such thing. There's the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, a common solution. We have a way out which we can absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action. This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. So the great news is that we have a solution that we agree on. We, you, me, your group, your region, your area, whatever it is, we have a solution, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. An illness of this sort, and we have come to believe it an illness, involves those about us in a way no other human sickness can. If a person has cancer, all are sorry for him, and no one is angry or hurt. But not so with the alcoholic illness, for with it there goes annihilation of all things worthwhile in life. Think about that. Relationships, goals, careers, finances, experiences lost as you sit around drunk, experiences like birthday parties or vacations ruined because we show up intoxicated. It engulfs all whose lives touch the sufferers. It brings misunderstanding, fierce resentment, financial insecurity, disgusted friends and employers, warped lives of blameless children, sad wives and parents. Anyone can increase the list. So when you think about that list of people, what I'm asking you to do is take a second and think about not you and the fact that you've got some trouble in your life or there's something you'd like to get out from under or the hope that you can just solve your drink problem. Think about the impacts you've had, the way you've affected other people throughout the years that you were drinking. Think about how you have lied to them. Think about the things that you've been dishonest about. Perhaps you stole things from them. Maybe you just hid things from them and thought, well, if they don't know, it won't hurt them. Have you been telling yourself that it doesn't hurt anybody but me? Because if you have, I want you to read this over again, because what it's telling us is my alcoholism, your alcoholism engulfs everyone who touches our lives, that we have brought misunderstanding, resentment, financial insecurity. We have disgusted them and our employers. We've warped the lives of our children in some cases. Our wives and parents are left sad, bewildered, and wondering how in the world could we be in such an insane state of mind. Give that a second. We hope this volume will inform and comfort those who are, who may be affected. There are many. So this isn't a condemnation of that state. It's a getting in touch with it so that you're motivated to get out of it. Highly competent psychiatrists who have dealt with us have found it sometimes impossible to persuade an alcoholic to discuss his situation without reserve. Strangely enough, wives, parents, and intimate friends usually find us even more unapproachable than do the psychiatrist and the doctor. And here it is in italics. That's very important. 
But the ex-problem drinker who has found this solution, who is properly armed with the facts about himself, can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic in a few hours. Until such an understanding is reached, little or nothing can be accomplished. That's the power of the Alcoholics Anonymous Fellowship. That's the power of you and I, of two alcoholics working together. We understand one another. We've done the same shameful things. We've felt the same way. We've used the same excuses. A common peril. That is the power. That the man who is making the approach has had the same difficulty, that he obviously knows what he is talking about, that his whole deportment shouts at the new prospect that he is a man with a real answer, that he has no attitude of holier-than-thou, nothing whatever except the sincere desire to be helpful, that there are no fees to pay, no axes to grind, no people to please, no lectures to be endured. These are the conditions we have found most effective. After such an approach, many take up their beds and walk again. Think about it. And that's just a, an inference, something to think about, that you've been defeated and you've been knocked down. And they're saying, get up, get up. You've got the solution. It's right here with you. Get up and follow this path. Walk again. None of us makes a sole vocation of this work, nor do we think its effectiveness would be increased if we did. We feel that elimination of our drinking is but a beginning. It's just a beginning. We're going to get into some other things later on in the book, which helps identify why he says it's just a beginning. For some of us, we think it's the whole problem, right? If I could just stop drinking, everything would be fine. And in the program of AA, not true. We're saying it's just the very beginning. A much more important demonstration of our principles lies before us in our respective homes, occupations, and affairs. All of us spend much of our spare time in the sort of effort which we are going to describe. A few are fortunate enough to be so situated that they can give nearly all their time to the work. But remember, he also let us know that whether we can or can't give a lot of time, it doesn't have an effect on whether it works for us. If we keep on the way we are going, there is little doubt that much good will result. So here you are at a meeting. Here you are with your sponsor. Here you are in your car listening to this material, wherever you might be. If you can keep on the way you're going, good will be the result. But the surface of the problem would hardly be scratched. Those of us who live in large cities are overcome by the reflection that close by, hundreds are dropping into oblivion every day. Many could recover if they had the opportunity we have enjoyed. How then shall we present that which has been so freely given to us? We have concluded to publish an anonymous volume, that's this book, setting forth the problem as we see it. We shall bring to task our combined experience and knowledge. This should suggest a useful program for anyone that includes you, anyone, anybody, under any circumstances, anyone concerned with a drinking problem. Of necessity, there will have to be discussion of matters medical, psychiatric, social, and religious. We are aware that these matters are, from their very nature, controversial. Nothing would please us so much as to write a book which would contain no basis for contention or argument. We shall do our utmost to achieve that ideal. Most of us sense that real tolerance of other people's shortcomings and viewpoints and a respect for their opinions are attitudes which make us more useful 
to others. Key, key phrase. Most of us sense that the real tolerance, tolerance of other people's shortcomings and viewpoints, tolerance of their character defects and their opinions, and respect for their opinions, our attitudes, our angles of approach, our ways of handling them, which make us more useful to others. That is our goal, to become useful to others. When we were drunk, we were useless to others other than being disruptive and creating pain. Now we have this opportunity to reverse that and be useful to others in a very positive and productive way. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers depend upon our constant thought of others and how we may help meet their needs. And that brings us back to the theme here, which is the more important I make other people to me, the more important I become to other people. And in my life, that came out in a group of men that came and helped me. And as I had to go off to prison, they showed up at my house two weeks beforehand and said they would husband my life and they would provide support to my wife and my household while I was away. Those eight men could do much more as eight men than I could do as one man. And me becoming invested into our group led my group investing much more back into me. It's a old spiritual axiom, the idea that you plant a seed and it grows and you get much more as a result by nurturing it. And sobriety and following the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, from my experience, is very much that same way. So the question we're asking ourselves here is, if you're brand new or this is a beginner's type of circumstance for you, how can you be of service to the people that love you and care about you, that are rooting you on? You could be in a meeting right now thinking, I'm just going to do this till the court paper runs out. I'm just going to do this till I get out from under trouble. If I get sober for three, four months, nine months, a year, I'll be able to drink again. Whatever that is that's in your mind, perhaps we can take it down to just, you know, can you do this today for the benefit of somebody else? And another way to ask if you've been around a little while, another way to talk about this is, what am I contributing to life? How am I leveraging the program of Alcoholics Anonymous to better other people's lives in all the things that I do? There is a solution. We haven't even gotten to the steps yet, and it's already being outlined that the answer is service. And the answer in the doctor's opinion was his observation of Bill Wilson providing service. And the answer in Bill's story is Bill Wilson arriving at the fact that working with other alcoholics may not have kept them sober, but did keep him sober. And we graduate into this chapter, there is a solution to the idea right at the beginning that being of service to other people is the most important thing you have available to you. It is the most effective way of staying sober, and the steps give us a way to do that. So how do you think your relationships would improve if you consistently, predictably, and reliably work to serve the people that love you? How do you think your life could get better if you were able to maintain sobriety and be helpful to everyone in your life? Just think about those questions for a minute, and I hope you guys have a great discussion.